0: As-salamu and welcome to the Muslim in the Room podcast. Your hosts, Asma Hussein, Iman Ahmed, and Zainab Safar, are three Canadian Muslim women. Every week, they will discuss issues that are relevant to the celebration, growth, and empowerment of Muslim women in the West. They will confront some of the social issues affecting us through thought-provoking topics. We would love for you to join us. You can do that by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. But for now, join us and let's get into today's episode.
1: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Muslim in the Room. It's our final episode of the season. Today we're chatting about our reflections on this year, 2021, and what we hope to get out of the new year. I'm not always a fan of New Year's resolutions. It's always like, new year, new me. It's not a new me, it's the same old me. But I also like the idea of starting a new page, right? It's like opening a brand new notebook, seeing a bunch of empty pages that you can fill with anything that you want. So my question to you guys, Iman and Zainab, what are some of your reflections on this past year, 2021? Let me start with my reflections. I think this year has gone by very quickly, but at the same time has felt like 20 years. I don't know how to explain it. And it almost felt like more of the same COVID just being extended again and again and again. And then us really digging our heels in and trying to figure out how to exist in somewhat of a normal way while all of this covid craziness is, is kind of still out there and at least here in Toronto or in Canada we were it was like the hunger games for vaccines like we were lining up at pop-up clinics and we're like trying so hard to get the vaccine and hoping that it would make a difference and then finally feeling like yeah I'm vaccinated and then now we have like covid numbers coming back so all in all I feel like 2021 has been a very overwhelming year on many fronts I think that it has tested our patients beyond the max. I don't, I don't even know about max, beyond the max. And personally, I'm ready for a new year. I'm ready for what the future is going to bring, inshallah. And I'm trying really hard to be hopeful about reaching some level of normalcy during this past year and a bit of 2020 as well. I think a lot of us realize how much we are truly missing in terms of our social connections and how integral those social connections are to mental health and to just being like a generally overall healthy person. That's really what I'm missing. I'm hoping and praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that 2022 comes with a much higher dose of that like human connection and that that's going to be really good for us and for our faith and for our hearts.
2: Yeah, absolutely, Asma. I absolutely agree with you. 2021 has tested us in many ways. I mean, having a lockdown from, uh, you know, I've been teaching, so June and having our kids go on online education. And it has been quite a roller coaster ride, to be honest with you. Losing loved ones. I lost two of my cousins back home. And um, it just makes you realize how important family and how important friendship and how important health is. And I am just so grateful for so many people in my life. But I'm also very grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I'm alive, I'm healthy, and I have a chance to move on, to move forward in 2022 and to keep doing what I love to do. So 2021 has been a year to really, at this point, I feel like we've done what we could from my perspective and like the people that I've been surrounded with, that we've done so much that... It's now time to be thankful for all the different blessings we have in our life and especially family and friends. I have to say one thing though, you know, it often seems like whenever we talk about like being thankful, we talk about our family a lot. And of course I put my family first, but I always think about friends as well and how important just having real friends and friends who are there for you when you really need them and friends who show up. It's just like it's a different gratitude that I don't know how to express, but I love my friends and family. <laughs> <I
1: don't> know <laughs> you, know, you know, like, let me just say one quick thing about what you said, Zainab. Yeah. You talked about friends and family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the word soulmate, I now apply mm-hmm. to friends and family that are really close to me. Mm-hmm. I'm beyond thinking that a soulmate is just a romantic partner. I mm-hmm. think that soulmates are people who our souls gravitate to. On a very basic level, and we can talk about how our souls met in the previous world, but really, to me, I'm starting to understand just how important friends and family truly are, and that I think a lot of times we don't give weight to those relationships, and we don't give time to developing those relationships and maintaining them, and then we Mm -hmm. suffer in the long run because when we really need somebody, we, we need a shoulder, we need help, we need whatever. There's just silence. You know, we don't have people like that close to us. That's all I have to say. I think that our friends and family are our soulmates.
2: No, seriously, doesn't it sum it up? With friends and family, we were able to survive. With Allah's help, we were able to survive. And really, the people in our lives that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places are special people because we meet them because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to meet them, right? Mm -hmm. Iman, what do you think? What's your insight or how your 2021 has been or any lesson that you've learned?
3: Um, 2021 has been quite the journey. I have to say this year, it's been a year of blessings for us. Alhamdulillah. I feel like 2020 was definitely very challenging and the beginning of 2021 for me. But after that, I feel like subhanAllah, I'm literally living the verse after hardship comes ease. And I know some translations say with every hardship, there is ease. But I feel like I have been in nine months of hardship for the past, uh, between 2022 and then the beginning of 2021. And once this little one arrived, I just finally had a sigh of relief for me on a personal level. It's been three years of difficulties from 2019, 2022, then 2021 came. And even though the whole world was still battling COVID, And like you were saying, Asma, the vaccines, for me, it's just been the year where I finally had the chance to breathe, to enjoy my family, to enjoy my health, getting my health back again. And subhanAllah, it's almost as if, you know, when you go through so many hardships, you're afraid, you're on edge. You're like, what's going to happen next? Mm -hmm. Um, If you guys know from 2019, it started with my... Aunt passing away, then my mom getting really sick and hospitalized for quite some time. And then it was the loss of my brother. And then it was COVID. And then it was an HD pregnancy that really tested my health. So everything was just coming, you know. And Zainab, I resonated with what you said. It's just, it was everything was just back to back to back to back. And so when 2021 came and after Ramadan, I finally just allowed myself to breathe, to take a minute. So I would say it's been the year of blessings and relief for me personally.
2: Wow. SubhanAllah.
3: Iman, like,
2: I look up to you, the resiliency that you have shown throughout this journey. Um, yeah. What are you guys looking for? Like, What are your resolutions for 2022? What do you think? You talked about how this year has been and what it has taught us. How do you look forward to the next year coming? Do you have any plans, anything that you want to share? anything exciting happening?
1: The last time I made a resolution was the beginning of 2020. And obviously the beginning of 2020, none of us knew that this that entire year would be under the umbrella of COVID. Everything was kind of out the window. And that resolution, I still remember it, it was to be more self-compassionate, to be kinder to myself. That's it. That was like my resolution for the whole year. I'm just, I want to be kinder to myself. Because I think that, A lot of us, maybe, I mean, millennials, I would say, um, we were raised in a religious environment where we were taught to be very hard on ourselves all the time to the point where we were pushed to almost believe, like, we're going to hell kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're constantly fighting against this idea that, like, Allah is, like, going to punish you. Like, it was not a great mindset to grow up in, I would say, for me at least. So my resolution for 2020 was I'm just going to be kinder to myself. For 2021, I was drowning. I did not have any resolutions. I was like, I just want to be alive by the end of the year. I think like end of 2020, we were all just, we were done. I didn't have space. I know, I didn't have space to think about like resolutions. Anyway, so 2022, it's an interesting question, but I think that it's a little bit of what I had resolved to do in 2020. But with a bit of a twist. I, in 2022, inshallah, I want to take care of myself as a top priority. I want to demand my rights in every relationship that I have, make sure that my rights are being fulfilled. I want to make sure that people are not walking all over me. I want to be just towards myself. I want to be merciful towards myself, the same way that I'm merciful to a best friend or a sibling, you know, because oftentimes I find that. I'm kinder to other people than I am to myself. I worry about other people's rights and I let people walk all over me. And I feel like 2022 for me is the year of taking back my dignity and making sure that I'm taking care of myself in addition to everyone who needs my care, of course, but like taking care of myself as really as a top priority.
2: I love that. Asma. I love what you said about being kind to yourself. And I think oftentimes, like we are just so conditioned to be kind to everyone else than ourselves. And I love that you emphasize that. So thank you for, for saying that. Yeah, Asma, like, thank you so much. I definitely agree with you there's so many things that you're learning about yourself. And I feel it's like, it's the same. There's so many things that when you interact with others that um, certain friendships have taught you or so many things that you learn about yourself and you're like, oh, I didn't know I was actually like that. And I think self-discovery and self-realization, like these are ongoing process, right? But absolutely agree with you, being kind to yourself, putting yourself on that list and one of my friends, whenever I speak to her, she always asks me this one question. Where's Allah in this picture? And I think whenever she asks me that, it just makes me realize like, you know, like I will always put Allah first. And I inshallah, I hope to. But it just makes you ground. Like, you, you know, you you feel more grounded when you say, I want to put Allah first. So being kind to ourselves is actually being kind to what Allah Taala wants us to do. Like, you know, being mindful of what Allah Taala wants us to do. Because when we're not kind to ourselves, we don't take care of our health, you know, our top priorities, ourselves. And, oh God, Asma, so you actually just spoke my mind.
1: We don't think that we are worthy of care. We look at our children, for example, and we see that they are intrinsically and inherently worthy of care and attention and love and proper nutrition and clothing. But we forget ourselves. And what happens when when you forget yourself, you might be able to survive, right? You might be able to survive for a long time, actually. But at the end of like those years of ignoring yourself, you break down and you're like, why am I breaking down? Because just like you're caring for your child, for your spouse, for anybody else in your family, your parents, you are, I like what you said, Sam, you're on the list. You're not like on the bottom of the list. You're actually, I would personally say you're at the top of the list. You're actually number one on the list of people that you have to take care of.
2: Yeah, 100%. And, you know, respecting yourself. And that's another thing, right? we're taught always to respect others. Speaking of my household and how I grew up, it was always like, you know, we have to respect our elders, we have to respect this person, but what about respecting ourselves? And that would mean that, you know, being serious on issues that need our attention. You know, I feel like there's some issues that, as you list down the different things that we want to take care of in 2022, you think about there's some issues that are on that red zone, right? That need your desperate attention. And I think the number one top on my list is my health. And 2021 taught us this, that health is your number one priority after, of course, taking care of your Iman. Yeah. So, and what does that mean? And we're all often put on this guilt trip of, oh my goodness, you know, you know, when it comes to health, it, a lot has to do with it's psychological as well, that your mindset and, you know, your uh, the system that you have plays in your life. Where does health come in there? There's just so much to it, right? And I remember once a friend told me, you know, uh, you're not serious about this. And, you know, you could be dead serious about an issue. And sometimes you just, you just feel that it's something that you have Not put on the top priority. You could be dead serious in your heart. You feel like, yes, this is important. You know, I'm convinced, but you still tend to procrastinate on that. And I think all these like motivational talk, like, you know, if you believe it, you will do it. I do believe that, but I think it's much more deeper than that. There's a lot of factors, and that's not to put excuses, but to really say like you know to have a deeper meaning when it comes to health that you know I'm gonna take care of myself because I wanna live longer. I wanna be able to see my kids at a certain age. I want to be able to leave a legacy and um I wanna be able to memorize more Quran and whatever the factor is. I want to be able to touch many people's life and let that be a means of me attaining
3: Jannah. So you know thinking deeper about this than just as for me, first of all, I do not believe in New Year's resolution at all because I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what I do. I also don't like this. I like the idea of having a focus word, like what is the one word that you're going to focus on or one action that you are going to focus on for the year. And for the past year, 2020, for me, it was the action word that I was working on was investing in myself. And it was the most liberating feeling ever to give myself permission to invest in myself, invest in things that I'm interested in. And I didn't have to, or I tried not to justify it to anyone. Um, if I needed something and I saw the value, you know, to it, I went ahead and did it. And it was an amazing feeling, you guys. I encourage many, uh, moms and women out there to do the same. Whereas before I used to guilt trip myself a lot, especially as moms. It's like, oh, can I really justify spending this much money on myself? But this was the first year where I started to shift my mindset. And I thought to myself, if I am investing in myself, this is translating to all the relationships around me into being a better person to everyone around me. So it wasn't so much about how much I was spending. It was more so how much value was I adding into my life so that I can add it to other people's lives. This was has been so helpful. And I think for 2022, my action word is implementation. So now that I've invested and I've learned a lot around things that interest me, so now my plan is I'm going to start putting it into action and I'm going to start demanding my worth. I feel like that's also something related to what you were saying, Asma. I feel like all these years as women were told to play small, I don't know if it's out of humility or out of, I don't know what, where it comes from, to be honest. And this is the year where I really want to think outside of that. And I want to start demanding my worth. I want to, in in spaces where people might not see it as worthy, there's this girl that I follow on Instagram that has a lot to do with this. And she has been just an inspiration for me because she really changed my mindset around asking what you're worth. And I'm not talking about in terms of business. I'm talking about in terms of personal relationships as well. Instead of like you were saying, Esma, allowing people to walk all over you, take advantage of you, really standing up for yourself and saying, you know what, things need to change. And it's because I believe they need to change, not because I need to convince you. These are my boundaries. This is my value. This is what I bring to the table. Take it or leave it. And that's what I'm looking forward to next year.
2: (laughs) Yay. I love that, Iman. <laughs> wow. I love that.
1: You know what yeah. I'm hearing, like, with what everyone's saying? I'm hearing this, like, so on one hand, being fed up
2: <laughs>
1: in the best way possible, not in, like a, like, a negative way. Just being fed up of being taken advantage of, uh, not valuing ourselves, all of those things. And on the other hand...
3: like Yeah, like, I would say, on the other like, hand, like, liberation kind of thing. Like, we're finally... I don't know if that's where you, go, you were headed. Yeah. No, like coming into our own. Like really coming, coming into our own. Yeah, like wow. and I and
1: wow. and one of the, one of the reasons like I honestly think that COVID as challenging as it was, like it uncovered a lot of stuff. Yes. Right? Stuff that was already there. I'm not saying I'm not actually saying that COVID caused, you know, relationship issues and all of these issues. I think it just uncovered what was already there, but we were kind of like squashing it down and not really addressing it. But, like, when you take away all of our frills and all of our distractions, we see, we kind of like see straight into the core of what the issue is, which is why I think that a lot of us had very difficult years. Yeah. It's stuff that we don't want to look at, you know, it's stuff that we don't want to confront. But when we do, we're Mm -hmm. like, this is not an acceptable way to live. And so we're finally kind of getting over that like shock to the system and being like, I'm going to do better for myself. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it. I feel like so many years we've been doing you know, um, better for everybody else except for ourselves, like you were saying, Isma. And this is more than just self-care, though. Um, this is not necessarily just about self-care and self-love. It's really, I would say, unlearning a lot of things that we were taught growing up and, and coming to the realization that it doesn't have to be that way. Who said it has to be this way, <laughs> right? And then taking those steps towards defining what has value to us. And I feel like this is where a lot of people had these epiphanies and discoveries during COVID, during the lockdown, like you were saying.
2: Yeah. Um, just before we end, I just want to also add in one more thing that while Iman was talking, it came in my mind and I actually been, have been thinking about that. But 2022 for me is going to be very selective. I feel like I uh, sometime extend myself a little bit here there and I just don't want to do that anymore in my friendship, in my relationships, in my work, in my um, how I want to go about to move on with certain things. And I think 2021, I'm so grateful that it has been a time where I've closed a few chapters and I'm very happy about that. So I had to kind of share that. Selective is that word. You know, Iman, you talked about what's that one key word that you're going to carry on in this year. So right away, that word popped up in my mind and I thought about it I said yeah I want to be very selective in in how I go about certain things and
1: yeah oh I, I love that Dana. I love that the the word selective because I think a lot of women will say that they have a hard time saying no you know when people ask them for things and and it, it is hard to say no especially because a lot of times like even I get approached to, to do things that sound cool and like interesting and um like beneficial but it doesn't serve my what what I perceive to be my ultimate goal or doesn't serve me in in a way that is meaningful to me but like it's still kind of cool so Mm -hmm. a lot of times I would Mm -hmm. just do it Mm because I'm like Mm -hmm. I mean it's cool but now I think um I'm I'm kind of aligned with you I think that we have to be selective and we have to kind of really focus on what what our purpose is and like do that and like really be mm-hmm. enriched in 100%. that and contribute the most in that field that's what I'm trying to do too basically Zainab I'm just gonna oh copy everything that you said okay I'm just gonna plagiarize everything that you said put it into my journal okay and I'll be like this was my original idea
2: <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding plagiarism is I terrible your 2022 on, I recorded and you know I'll be listening to that so okay It's going to be plagiarism going to be (laughs) mutual here.
1: We're sharing the wealth. We're sharing the wealth. Of
2: course.
1: Thank you so much, Iman and Zainab, for sharing that. I'm really looking forward to 2022 and very hopeful. And may Allah ta'ala put Barakah in it for all of us and for for all of our listeners, for everyone out there who really struggled in 2021, which I think is probably like 99% of us. So, yeah, I, I would love to hear other people's reflections on 2021 and what they're looking forward to in 2022 you can catch us on social media instagram at the muslim in the room until next time inshallah
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We would love to hear your thoughts. So be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and tell us what you think. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And to connect with us a little bit more, join us over at Instagram at the handle, The Muslim in the Room. Tune in next week for another thought-provoking, or who knows, maybe even a little controversial episode. Until then, take care and assalamualaikum.